Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Tuesday, November the 15th, 2022 at 921 a.m. Central Time. Today's focus, rest, but not rest in the way you may be thinking. When you hear the word rest, you may be take a nap, go to sleep, go to bed for the evening, lay in bed for the rest of your life, whatever comes to your mind when you think of rest. I I do find it interesting that in all of my years of being a Christian, I have heard Christians say over and over and over Look, I'm tired. I need rest. That's why I can't do this. That's why I can't do that. I can't read my Bible. I can't study my Bible. I can't do this. All these things that they can't do because they need rest. They are tired. They need that nap on Sunday afternoon because they need rest and they are tired. So because I hear that all the time, I found it extremely interesting that Charles Haddon Spurgeon connected meditation to rest. Now, if you're doing our Bible study exercise this week, you know we're talking about meditation. If you listen to yesterday's, well, yesterday's, today's focus, that sounds odd to say. If you listen to the broadcast from yesterday for the Today's Focus podcast series, you know we talked about meditation, and we read the intro of a sermon that Charles Haddon Spurgeon preached in the 1800s on the subject of meditation, and we've kind of given a, a work, kind of a working in progress. Still, we're still working it out. Definition of meditation, which is we, we what we did is study is the gathering of facts. Study is the obtaining of knowledge. Right, that's what study is. Meditation is where you take those facts, you take that knowledge, and you have an internal, internal conversation in your heart about those facts, which leads to an impact on your feelings, emotions, actions. It has a profound impact on you, but it's an internal conversation where you are thinking and talking and, and dialoguing with that, those, that knowledge and those facts that you gathered in your study. That's why for your Christian life, you need both study and meditation Study alone, you'll get knowledge, you'll get smart. Spiritually, you'll end up becoming spiritually arrogant, condescending, condemning, self-righteous, and all kinds of other negative consequences. But if you don't have study and all you have is meditation, you'll have maybe a lot of emotion, a lot of zeal, a lot of passion, but it won't be in accordance to right knowledge. So you'll end up spiritually and theologically shipwrecked, probably over somewhere in some crazy heresy, or you'll be on a roller coaster up and down because everything is based off your emotion. You got to bring the two worlds together. You have to bring the two worlds together. I cannot stress that enough this week. You need study and meditation. We talk about study all the time on this broadcast, teaching you Bible study methods, doing the Bible study exercises. We need to really focus on meditation. So I thought this morning, now I had a debate with myself because I don't know, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. I was I, I had Redeemer Broadcaster on Redeeming Redeemer Broadcaster, which is a, a Redeemer Broadcasting. I think that's the correct name. 
is a radio station. They have an app and it's online, Redeemer Broadcasting. And I don't know what time it was. It was around 4 or 5 a.m. They were reading from Charles Haddon Spurgeon. No, not the Sermon on Meditation, but from his devotional Morning and Evening. And the morning devotional for Charles Haddon Spurgeon today in his book, Morning and Evening, was really fascinating, and I had all kinds of ideas and what we could do with that. But I thought, no, we're, 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 I don't want to, I don't want us to, I don't want to distract us from the discussion on meditation. So we're going to return back to the sermon by Charles Haddon Spurgeon. Remember, the sermon is called A Very Profitable Exercise by Charles Haddon Spurgeon, preached in the 1800s. His text was Psalm 104.34, which is, My meditation of him shall be sweet. Oh, we, we could do a lot with that. We've already talked about his introduction. Let me just read the very end of his... Um, Let's uh, just read the, the very end of his introduction, and then we're just going to consider one point of the sermon, because it very much connects with this idea of rest, all right? So here we go. Meditation is thus a very excellent employment. Let me, let me for a few minutes, tell you some of its uses. Now, this is going to get us right back to what I was talking about. For Spurgeon, he sees meditation as a means of rest, which I think is fascinating because most Christians, if you talked about meditating on scripture, you need to meditate on scripture. They would be like, well, I'm too tired to do that on a Sunday afternoon. I need to rest or, or I don't have enough time because I need to go to bed so that I won't be so tired. There's always a million excuses. And, and, and sometimes all I think Christians can say is I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. Sometimes I think that's all people ever can say is there, I'm tired, I need rest, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. It's, it's mind-boggling how many times you hear people say that in a day or in a week. It just, it literally drives me crazy. But what if possibly, possibly, not just theoretically, but practically, meditation actually leads to rest. Now, you may disagree with Spurgeon's idea here, but I, I just want to share it for today's focus. Are you ready? Here we go. First, this is according to Charles Haddon Spurgeon. I think meditation furnishes the mind somewhat with rest. Now, interesting, I think we, we, we focus on giving the body rest, but what about the mind? He called meditation, this is what Spurgeon referred to meditation as, the couch of the soul, that meditation, it is the couch of the soul, a couch, someplace you sit down, lay down to relax, to rest. He says meditation is the couch for our soul. So I know we think about rest for the body, but what about the mind? What about the soul? Do we think about it getting rest? The time that a man spends in necessary rest he never reckons to be wasted because he is refreshing and reno re basically reviving himself, renovating himself for further exertion. So he says that if you talk to the average person, they don't see rest as a waste of time because they're refreshing. They're renovating. They, they are rebuilding themselves 
for further exertion so that they can go back and do work. Now, personally, for me, I feel rest is an absolute waste of time. So I don't relate to Spurgeon here. I, I, I can't stand sleep. I can't, I, I would never take a nap. I don't understand that. Lie, I mean, the sand is going through the hourglass, ladies and gentlemen. The sand is going through the hourglass. There's only so much sand in it. Sooner or later, the last grain of sand is going to fall through. You have no more time. You're dead. The last thing you're going to do when you see that last grain of sand about to slip through the hourglass and realize that's it, you're going to die, you're not going to sit there and reflect on, oh, I wish I would have slept a little bit more. I wish I would have rested a little bit more. Makes no sense to me. But okay, I agree that most people never reckon rest is a waste of time, right? He says meditation then is the rest of the spirit, Oh, says one, I must have rest. Here I have been working so hard and toiling incessantly for months. I must have a day's excursion. I must do this thing and the other. Yes, and such recreation in its proper place is desirable. We ought to have seasons of innocent recreation, but at the same time, if many of us knew how to spend a little time daily in the calm repose of contemplative retirement, we should find ourselves less exhausted by the weary and tear of our worldly duties. Now, according to Spurgeon, if we really understood what it was to rest in meditation, if we really understood what that was, then we would find the refreshment that comes from it. But a lot of us don't truly understand it. We, 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 don't, we don't see that in any way, shape, or form, but we, we could actually find ourselves less exhausted by the wear and tear of our worldly duties if we truly engaged in meditation. To meditate would be, would to, would be to us something that we'd, we would want, something that we would find beneficial, if we could truly see its benefit, that it would actually, and I'm going to read that again, it would actually, uh, it would, uh, it, we should find ourselves less exhausted by the wear and tear of our worldly duties. Uh, we, would, we would find that meditation would be more desired. Uh, and, and instead of running ourselves out of breath and laboring, uh, until we can find some kind of rest. No, no, we would we would turn to meditation. We we would turn to it instead of running around looking for an opportunity to take a time out or take a few minutes off. No, we would be meditation would be what we would look for, what we would desire. We should spread our uh, we should spread our intervals of ease and refreshing over the whole year and secure a small portion every day by turning aside from the bustling crowd to meditate upon whatever subject we wish to occupy the most honorable place in our mind. In other words, I said engaging in life where you're running around, running around, and you're looking for maybe that compulsory time off where, okay, no, okay, you, you, get, you get some time off here, or no, it's time to go home now. Instead of just looking for some of that kind of where it's kind of built into your day. If you would instead find time, make time by turning aside from the bustling crowd 
to meditate upon whatever subject we wish to occupy the most honorable place of our mind. If we would do that, then we would truly experience rest. We would truly experience refreshment from the toils and duties and and difficulties of life. That's at least his perspective and his theory. You may disagree. I, I just think so many Christians who disagree have never truly engaged in any meaningful meditation on anything. He goes on to say, just a change of posture relieves the weariness of the body. A change of thoughts will prevent your spirit from becoming weak and faint. Sit down in a silent chamber at eventide. Throw the window up. Look at God's bright stars. Count those eyes of heaven. Or if you like it better, pause in the noontime heat. Look down upon the busy crowd in the street and count them in like so many ants upon the anthill of, of this world. Or if you care not to look about you, sit down and look within yourself. Count the pulses of your own heart and examine the emotions of your own breast. At times, it is well to muse upon heaven. Or if thou art a man loving to reveal, revel in the prophetic future, turn over the mystic page and study the sacred visions recorded in the book of Daniel or the book of Revelation. As thou dost enter these hallowed intricacies and dost meditate upon these impressive symbols that will rise from your study refreshed, you will find it like a couch to your mind. That's the, the perspective that we'll call it the hypothesis of one Charles Haddon Spurgeon in the 1800s. Even he realized that life was busy. There was so much to do. There were duties and it wears you down. And, and in a sense, it tears you apart and you're left broken and tired and fatigued physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. You find yourself weak. You find yourself fainting because you're running and going here and here and here and here and here. And Spurgeon's believed, stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. And then give the most important part of your mind. Give to, your, give to the supreme part of your mind something to focus on, to meditate on. Stop everything. And you're going to give your time to quiet, contemplative meditation and thought. We don't do that in any meaningful way with the things of God. I think we do a lot of activity. We may do Bible study. We may do listening to sermons. But at some point, we have to stop. And then all that information, look, we have some people listen to sermon after sermon after sermon after sermon after sermon, which is great, which is great. But at some point, you got to stop. And then really meditate and think upon what you have heard and what you've listened to. We've got others who don't ever bother to listen to sermons, don't ever, they're just running around from one thing. They, they're just busy with all the other things, distracting them from the spiritual. So whether you're one who brings in lots of spiritual information or whether you're one who ignores spiritual information, both individuals need to stop, set aside time to truly Meditate, contemplate, focus 
and have an internal conversation about the things of God, the word of God, the sermon you heard, to really, really chew on it, feed on it, debate with it, but internally, inside of yourself. I think, I think it's interesting he, he, he believes that to be rest because I don't believe most Christians consider that to be rest. They would almost consider that work. They would consider that a duty. I wonder if we could see it as rest. That, that's, I think, fascinating. But I think, I think you know. I think it's inevitable. I don't think you can hide it. I think if you if you're around certain people, you know what they really, in a sense, meditate on, because it's what just naturally comes out of their mouth. It's what they naturally talk about. It's what they're naturally drawn to. The thing that you really allows to go deep into you, it's what comes out. It's what just naturally flows out of you, which is what. Today's focus, meditation as rest. I'd love to get your thoughts. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. I apologize. I, I was changing a lot of the words of the sermon on the spot. I was kind of changing it up or skipping some of the things he was saying because we have limited time and we've already gone over that time because today's focus is supposed to be 15 minutes long. Today we've gone 18 minutes, so... I will leave you with that. Today's focus, meditation as rest. That is today's focus for Tuesday, November the 15th, 2022.